to Chelik Beis Perik Zion Simendal, and it's still a beautiful Wednesday morning over here, a little bit later in the morning than it was uh, 22 minutes and 31 seconds ago, um, and still coming to you live in the CBS Community College Summits in Philadelphia, and still continuing here with Derek Hashem. We're just doing these two recordings back to back. And before we move on to Simendal and wrap up the paragraph, the Perik. The question was just asked, if indeed we said that Ein Masli Yisrael refers to the rearrangement of the current events, power, and direction of the stars. That's when we say HaKosh Baruch Hu will rearrange things. But to rearrange the stars as they were in alignment when I was created, which determines my latent properties, that the Rebunshim says, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to go back in time and move everything around to change who you are. That's what Hashem told Rav Yosef. So the question was posed just now by our live audience over here. Um, uh, so, so what about Avram Avinu, the famous Chazal, where Avram Avinu looks in the stars and he sees Avram, uh, he's, I'm not going to have a kid. Avram loy 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 moilid. I'm 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 an ochre. I'm barren. My wife is barren. Um, because of the stars he was born under, and the Rebbeim Shem says, Hashem took him outside. Says Rashi, say me Leave your itztagninus. And itztagninus is a very interesting kind of word. What does it mean? It means instagninus, but it also means leave your constellation behind. Leave the mazel that you were born under. I'm going to rearrange the mazels for you. I'm going to rearrange that. I'm actually indeed going to rearrange things for you. Um, we just said that Hashem doesn't do that because it's obviously not a rearrangement of current events because there's no current events are going to let Avram who's barren infertile be able to have a kid no no men of current events are going to allow Sarah who, who's not Kara be able to have a kid it's not current events that uh, they're at some intrinsic mazel which Hashem told Revi I'm not doing that so why is HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing that for Avram Avinu so th- there's two approaches and both are MS both are MS um, one is um, as as Rashi goes on to say over there, um, yes, you see in the stars that Avram Hoylid, Avram can't have a kid. Avram Hoylid, Avraham Hoylid. Hashem changes Avram's name, puts a hay in there. Sarai Hoylid, Sarai can't have a kid. Sarah will have a kid. Avram's name is changed. Sarah's name is changed. And when their name is changed. It's not as much of a rearrangement of Kaychavim as it is that that person ceased to exist and he popped up somewhere else. Rebbeinu didn't go back in time and change the stars that Avram was born under, Sarai was born under. Avram was Taka born under there, Sarai was born under there. Adding a different name changes where Avram is. Avram is somewhere else now. Sarai is somewhere else now. And so could Hashem have done that to Rav Yosef? Possibly, conceivably, but... But the Rebbeinu doesn't make moves of such nature unless they are, um, unless they are there to, um, you know, unless they are of, of, of a scale that affects Klai Yisrael. So that's the first idea, that the stars were not rearranged, but Avram was repositioned. Sarai was repositioned where she stands in, in, in the Mazalus. Um, the second one is, as we said, it's, it, they do kind of go hand, hand in hand. They're like both are, have elements that complement one another. The, the, the reply to Rav Yosef was a rhetorical one, that you really want me to go back and rearrange everything? Hashem wasn't saying that he can't. Hashem was saying that he won't. He doesn't do that. Because that's already like a nice nigla. That's already an open miracle. Overriding the stars, that's not an open miracle because, you know, 
Um, I guess I got the stars wrong. The stars maybe there's there's, there's I, I didn't read the stars correctly when I see it, things aren't playing out according to the stars. But someone that up until this point in time had a certain mazel, and I see his mazel just changed retroactively. That's an open miracle. Hashem told Rav Yosef, "I'm not doing that." But sometimes Hashem will do that. Hashem is certainly capable of doing it. And again, when it, something happens on a national level, when it'll affect a nation, that means. Um, rearranging, if it would require, rearranging all the kaychavim retroactively for Avram to be able to advocate, Sarah to be able to advocate, Kachmurch would actually be, be prepared to do that on Ace Nigla for the Toiv of Kla Yisrael. Hashem will make an open miracle when it comes to Kla Yisrael. Um, you, you ever hear the stories about Gedolim, like so they, someone comes to them and, and uh, they tell them to, like, change, to add an aim to their. Oh, so very good. So now this brings us to the. To the um, the, um, the second question, excellent. The second question was posed, which was, and what about Mishana Malka Mishana Mazel? The prison has bad Mazel. He's a loy nitzloch. Things are not working out for him over here. He's having awful, awful Mazel with his Parnasa, awful Mazel with his Shalom Bayis, awful Mazel with his, uh, with his learning, every aspect of his life. So we advise him, you know, maybe you should change your location, you change your plot, you change your lot. Change where you where you live, and you can you can rearrange your mazel. This would also seem to be that same exact idea of category one of person's inherent mazel, his intrinsic mazel changing, which the Rebbeim doesn't do that. In mazel Yisrael only refers to, as we said, the second type of mazel, the second type of influence of the stars, which is current events. This, this person's uh, the, what he wants to change is not his current events. He wants to change himself. He sees a guy that just has awful rotten luck and everything that that that's a din in him be'etzim. How can he just simply change that by rearranging um, where he lives? Mishana Malk and Mishana Mazel. How can that work? So, um, like Joseph. Like Joseph, yeah. How can, how can you just do that? How can you just do that? So it's, it's a delicate idea, but a very solid one, one that blends beautifully into everything that we presented, which is um, the Rishonim explain that... Um, there's different aspects of every person's inborn inherent mazel that he has be'etzim. One is the, the mazel that I was born under, but another aspect of my mazel, of anyone's mazel, is the mazel of their community, the mazel of their environment, the mazel of their neighborhood. Part of my mazel is my neighborhood's mazel. And that, I have my personal mazel, I have my family mazel, I have my community mazel. My community mazel is in, inherent, in, intrinsic to me, but it's it's in the on, on that um, band of of my own spectrum of personal mazel, which is communal personal mazel. That can shift and change based on my community. That can be replaced. So if I realign myself with different communities, I replace that community mazel with this community mazel. Could be living in that, that community gives me rotten mazel because that community just has bad mazel. This community maybe has better mazel, and I can replace that communal mazel with this communal mazel. That's not a rearrangement of my personal mazel. That has to do with where I was born and, and the stars that I was born under. But the communal aspect of my mazel can be changed and replaced based on my community. That's a, a mashana malka mashana mazel. That's what that always means. And getting back to what we just said, that when Rashi says um, that Avram loy hoilid, Avraham hoilid, Sarai loy hoilida, Sarai hoilid, hoilida, this, as we mentioned, is an exception as well to this idea of rearranging the mazel that a person was born under, um, and you can just rearrange a person's 
positioning by changing who he is. He was born under this alignment of Kaychavim. That's the neshama that came down as reflected by the name that he was given. If we change his name, we do change his positioning in the Kaychavim because he's no longer that person, he's this person who maybe lines up over here. That's exactly the vart with, a mod- with the name changes that we do as well. It's the ex- exact same idea. When we change, change, change a person's name, what we're really doing is we are realigning them in terms of the stars and the constellations <clears throat> and the heavenly objects by making them into a different person. The person with that name, that's Taka, where he was born and, and the arrangement of stars that he was under. When we add, your na- add a name, change a name, we're moving you somewhere else. And that's another way of circumventing the first category of Mazel, which generally Hashem says, I'm not going to change. So that's, it is Taka the Pshat. Yeah, you understand? That is exactly the Pshat in changing a name. Name change is a way of re-aligning uh, a person, changing his... Um, standing under certain combination and alignment of stars and mazel to a different one. Um, okay, so let's now wrap up the parak. Dalid. Again, but we're not flipping the bat name changes. Name changing your name is a very serious matter, a very, very um, you almost changed the grave person. matter. What? You almost changed the person, not the name. That's what you are doing. By changing the name, you're changing the person. That's exactly what you're doing. So, you know, we're not so casual about it. You gotta, you gotta go do a Shelas Chacham. If you're gonna do it, how you're gonna do it. Um, and people generally, when they're asked Shelas about name changing, we, were, we, we are reluctant to change somebody's name. Because, you know, we do take on in general, this is the name you were given, this is who you're supposed to be, this is where you're supposed to be lined up. Who says you're supposed to try to, you know, escape that? You know, and, and you're maybe gonna be trading one struggle for a different struggle. There are circumstances under which we do change names or add names. But it's it's not something we do, you know, casually. V'amna, Simon Dalid, Mishpatei Hashpa Azayshel Akaychavim. The the laws and rules about how the stars work, Gamhem Mugbalim Kafiyimasha Gozer Chachma Elyon Hayoisa Nois, has been established in terms by Kosh Baruch Hu based on the, uh, the, the how Hashem sees it in the most uh, appropriate way possible, the way it works for this world to keep working. A very small glimpse and a very small amount of this knowledge of how the system of the stars works and determines and directs what happens down here is known to mankind. And that's what we call astrology. Says the Ramchal, we know a drop in the bucket of the bucket of the ocean uh, of, of the laws of astrology, the principles of, of how they work. We have a very small glimpse and insight into this. Which is what the stargazers are able to understand. The stargazers, the real astrologers, know this wisdom. And again, the wisdom that's revealed to us is a very, very small slice of the totality of what's really going on in, in, in the stars. Even to those who are in the know, who know astrology, who really know astrology, they don't know everything. Not everything is revealed to them. Therefore, the stargazers that purport to know what's going on, even they really only know a small degree, a fraction of what the stars uh, are, are foretelling. And in, and A, they only know a small amount, and B, what they know, they don't know in its entirety. 
the Kolshkin Shekfar Yesh Bittel told us in Kamesh Kasavnu, all the more so their information that can be accurate and reliable because even if they see something, they foretell and predict something, that could be overrided by a Kodesh Baruch in Mazal Yisrael. Ba'azah Amru, therefore Chazal said, Me'asher V'loya Kol Asher, says Me'asher Ba'ashamayim, Stargazers are able to know from what's going on in the, in the heavens, not everything, because what's revealed to them, A, is only a very small amount, and B, it's not, they don't see things in, in total accuracy, and C, even what they see can be nullified and abrogated by the rebunch himself. Therefore, we stay away from stargazers, we stay away from trying to predict things on our own, um, and we go with the Mahalach of Masli that Hashem can change everything and, and, and anything. Um, that wraps up the parak. We would throw into this, you know, again, as we mentioned, back in the day, this, the, the ancients were aware of where there's 2,000 stars of 3,500 stars that you can see the naked eye and, 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 and many constellations. There are, are an infinitude um, of stars that they that we know about now that they did not know about, uh, tons of them, uh, tons of them, billions of galaxies, trillions of stars, and all those stars are there to determine events down here and circumstances down here and properties down here. Every single one of the stars that's why they're around. That's why there's so vast and so many of them. And presumably, there's also what's going on behind the scenes when the Ramchal says the Hoivrei Shemaim, the Chayzim, the stargazers don't know everything, can't see everything. Part of why they can't see everything is because they can't see everything. Can't see everything. Only see a couple thousand stars, which are, let's say, the Rashi Prakam, bullet point stars, but there's so many stars beyond those stars that they can't see, which are also influencing, guiding, and directing things. And, and again, it's presumably part of why they're unable to see everything and glean everything. Okay, that wraps up the parak, and tomorrow we will continue with parak Ches. And um, that is actually our final parak in the second section of Derech Hashem. So moving on, wrapping up Chelek Beis, which is exciting. Hashem, we will be moving on to Chelek Gimel, which is on the topic of prophecy. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful, blessed today.